you have a nice grand lobby. It's like as if you stop, step into a hotel <laughs> and okay. they have a high-speed lift. Okay. And the so-called the, the internet access and also dedicated list line is wow. very important wow. because it's the of, of the so-called dedicated bandwidth for banking sector. I see. And also for, let's say I'm a uh, business processing outsourcing. I need to help certain multinational to, to, to do their job. Okay. I need to secure the data. So okay. I need that bandwidth. I see. Without that, that dedicated bandwidth, I cannot take this building, something like that. Wow. So that okay. is very important. Prime A. Prime A. Okay. What's the lo- next lower grade? Grade A. This one 19, 100 marks. This one 19. Before we begin the podcast, have you gotten your free ebook? It's called the Build a Six-Figure Portfolio Guidebook. Now, inside it, we share with you the tips and tricks to bring your stock investing skills to the next level. The best part, it's only 10 pages long and it's totally free. Whether you're on Spotify or YouTube, the link to download is in the description or you can go to www firl.co slash f-r-e-e or www.firl.co slash free. Hello, hello, hello and welcome back to our viral podcast. Uh, this week, MJ is riding shotgun. Yay. He has kindly allowed me to host. Because <laughs> I'm lazy as well. Yeah, yeah that's the real lazy. reason. Yeah. And uh, this week, we're having a very interesting guest. Uh, someone that... Uh, I respect for his work and his professionalism. It was by chance that we got to meet. And in this podcast, we're going to discuss about commercial real estate. So uh, the guest that we have uh, this week uh, is Danny. His name is Danny. And we will be talking about um, how someone would approach commercial real estate. What are the uh, parameters what are the uh, items or methodology you would onboard a client and how is it related to investing? Actually, there's a lot of similarities and um, I hope to tease out, uh, uh, MJ and I hope to tease out a lot of these uh, similarities yeah. along this. And, and guys, you know, you might be wondering like, how does this link, right, yeah. to stocks? And all I would say is that commercial properties, especially among uh, property or even stock investors are right now they're not having a lot of favor they don't really like the space currently because of covid because of work from home and things like that now what that means is that a lot of investors will do what we call throw the baby out of the (laughs) bathwater meaning just because an entire industry is bad doesn't uh it means that everything related to the industry is bad yeah but that as usual is not the case when it comes to investing there are always parts of a struggling industry that can actually do well and so the information you're going to get today will help you distinguish what if you're investing in commercial properties or investing in companies that are related to commercial properties or maybe just the industries right now who really need commercial properties, which is a hint yes. that they are expanding. All of this, there are many ways this podcast is going to help you. And That's, we've got the perfect guest for it. Yeah, uh, trust me. I've seen his notes preparing for this. You know, I wasn't expecting him to over Yeah, this is the first guest that uh, prepared notes for us. You know? Yeah. So I'm looking forward to this conversation. So Danny, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, MJ. Hello. Thank you, John. Yeah. Thank you for having so, me. Yeah. Um, 
I'll start off with a very brief introduction and, you know, um, kindly chime in if I've left something out. So you started off as a tour counsellor of all places <laughs> for corporate clients, no, no, not the normal <clears throat> uncle and auntie seeking for a tour in China and then finding the cheap price. No, huh? is he, he was actually a tour counsellor for corporate clients on business trips for Carlson Wagonlit. Did I pronounce it correctly? Yeah, correct. A <laughs> wagon lit <laughs> <laughs> for about 10 years. And then he went to Zarin Properties <clears throat> to do tenant representation and project leasing for commercial properties. Today, he is the head of corporate services for PropNex. And um, yeah, the big chunk of your co- uh, properties kind of career was actually tenant representation and project leasing. So, could you spend some time to actually define that space for us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, first of all, uh, for tenant representation, what it means is that when a tenant having a site selection to various parts of the cities, you need to uh, define their objective. What is their current challenges? Whereby, why are they moving from where they are now? Mm-hmm. And wh- when is the timeline? Okay. And also uh, the... The, the buffer for expansion of a relocation. So all these thingy. Okay. What would be your normal client? So so let's say let's take us through the path of a typical client that you have. Let's say MNCA. When they come and see you, right? Uh what would be their journey like actually? So for the typical question, usually they will ask, I need about three thousand square feet. Mm-hmm. I need to move in by by quarter three mm-hmm. end of this year, something like that. It's just a timeline and also mm-hmm. the the the, the size and the price is very generic. Okay. So what we can do a little bit different from others is that we will define your your objective whereby why are you moving? Mm. Are you moving because of the cost? Okay. Cost effective. Okay. Are you moving because of the ecosystem whereby your supplier or your client is moving moving to another part of the city? Okay. Or are you moving out because of the co-location? You need to branch out your satellite uh, services. Mm. So there are multiple reasons. We need to define that. Then we are able to give a uh, advice, so to speak, to them. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, can you also define, uh, in a way, um, challenges for a client to be able? Have you met clients that find it a struggle to give you those kind of uh, data? Actually, that's where we need to visit the office. Ah, and we can spot. Sometimes okay. they can't spot it. I, I can see. Spot. <laughs> so you actually visit the if they have an existing office, you mm-hmm. actually go and visit the existing office to understand their business requirement. Is that yes? Is yes. that very common for very common? Okay. Very common, yeah. But do do a lot of real estate agents actually practice that actually? Okay, I, I'm not sure what, how others people do it, but uh. for myself, I have been through close to about 500 buildings on my own. Okay. So I, I walk into the building, I visit their car park, their lobby, okay. their lift and also common common walkway, okay. the toilet and okay. also the the so to, to the, the technology of the buildings. Oh, okay. And then yeah. if it's like so far different from what they want to do, then w- w- how do you advise them actually? Because when you when you enter a building, you can tell who should be, who want to be here. <laughs> so okay. for example, an analogy, uh, uh, Manara Maxis, today they are in KLCC. Yeah. If they are relocated to uh, Balakong, okay. the tenant trade mix will be totally different. Even though it's another 50, 60 stories in Balakong, okay. 50 stories buildings in KLCC, it will okay. be totally different tenant mix. I see. Because of the 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 coexists of the ecosystem. I see. And uh, interesting that you brought up this fact about the ecosystem, right? Maybe can you broadly define, and, and you're f- mainly focused within the KL region. I know you're moving up and down, which we'll cover later in the industrial part, but in the KL 
Greater Klang Valley area, right? Could you give us how the landscape looks like? <laughs> okay, let's start it off with, uh, let's say, KLCC. Okay. So everybody knows about KLCC. Yeah. So in KLCC by itself, they do have about 100 buildings or, or more. Okay. If you add up all this, uh, KLCC is the fringe between Jalan Sudan Ismail, Jalan Ampang, Jalan Tun Raza, okay. Jalan Imbi. So this, this, this parameter. parameter. Yeah. Anything beyond that, there is also old part of the KL city like Chowkit or these places. If you add it all together, it close to about 150 buildings. Okay. So for these 150 buildings, we notice a very uh, significant kind of a tenant mix whereby mostly will be oil and gas, okay. banking, okay. and also professional uh, consulting firm. What mm. you say is that breakdown? What you say between these three big ones? Do you, will you roughly know percentage-wise what the breakdown will be? Well, the most significant will be oil and gas. Okay. And then followed by banking sector okay. and then the consulting firm. So so for example, for oil and gas, you know, Petronas um, being our, our one of the so-called Malaysia <laughs> yeah, <of> <laughs> <course>. <laughs> champion. <laughs> yeah. So so they, they give contract to their service provider. So a lot of their they are, they are service provider, they want to be nearby them. I see. So so this is for, for oil and gas. Mm. Uh, for banking sector, for example, a lot of uh, multinational, multinational banking sector, they are in Manara IMC, okay. where 1MDB is. Oh, 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 mm-hmm. okay. And then Manara Dion. Okay. Manara Dion is, is housing a lot of uh, multinational, like Bank of America, um, other banks as well. Okay. Um, they also... No doubt they, they are shifting from the old building to another new building, which is Intermark. Okay. As which you know, Intermark also uh, is an old building, so-called uh, Yaochuan Plaza. Yeah. Last time, is, uh, there's a Crown Princess Hotel. That was, it's next to what? Uh, the Hilton Hotel now, right? Double Tree Hilton Double, Hotel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So so they do have component of the Yaochuan Plaza, mm-hmm. the, the Crown Princess Hotel, okay. all this. So apparently, Black, uh, Black Rock, from US bought Ooh. bought bought this uh, master plan okay and make a turnkey project build another tall building so called intermark okay now, it's brand new as an intermark so they have four components they do have the shopping mall so called intermark mall okay um the the left tower which is the Ocean Plaza is called a uh, Vista Vista Tower okay the mid the, the second tower is called Double Tree Hotel by Hilton okay the third the building is called uh Integra Tower. Ah. So right now, <coughs> these four components already divest mm. to different uh, institution. I see. Whereby the the shopping mall by itself is owned by Pavilion Reeds. Okay. The left tower is sold it to Amana Raya Reeds. Okay. The hotel, I think, still there. Okay. The uh, hotel is on its own. Uh, yeah. Still, yeah. And then the Indigra Tower has already sold it to Quap Group. Ah. So when BlackRock divested all this, I'm pretty sure they make quite a substantial gain. And right? they pull a lot of uh, American tenant from KLCC to this particular ah. building. So if you can, if you can grab what is the relationship between ah. the government and also all this, ah. then you can good a good ju- put a good ju- judgment. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. So this is only for the banking sector. Okay. 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 Uh-huh. So that's KLCC area. What What is the in the way? Can I put that as the number one area? Then what is the Number two area. Number two area will be, um, I mean, first one will be oil and gas. Okay. So oil and gas, a lot of them, uh, not just they are in the twin tower by itself. Okay. They are also housing in uh, Manara Charlie Kali Tower. Okay. And also Itika Twins Jalan Pinang. Okay. And also uh, the other one is called Manara Darussalam. Darussalam, yeah. Yeah. yeah those, th- those are the, the big tenants who occupy single floor or multiple floors um, to service a uh, 
Petronas. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Then outside of KLCC, um, maybe what is the second tier that people look for? Or, or I wouldn't say second tier. Like, what would be the next hot area in a way? I mean, right up there in terms of status. As you know, those uh, master plan development, uh, KL Central. Okay. It, I, I, let's start off with KL Central. Okay. So KL Central was founded since about 1998 mm. because of the ERL trend to the KLIA. Yeah. And then subsequently, they do have an office block. It's called Plaza Central yeah. at year two, two, 2002. Okay. And in view of Maida, Malaysia, um, and also Kazana having a presence in KL Central. Mm. So there are a lot of investors, first point of contact when they arrive in, in, KL. in KL, they touch to KL, KL Central, mm. they meet the officer of the government, they know about KL Central, mm. there is a provision over there. So very easy for them to be in there. I see. So, so it's one of the... <clears throat> so-called uh, ecosystem. Mm, so mm. close to uh, government officer, mm. close to uh, infrastructure for transportation. I see, I see. And yeah. um, and, then, and, and and this is like a, like a story whereby all these big player subsequently also will branch out to a newer building. Mm. So for example, like G, Gener, uh, General, General Electric, Electric. They, they, they are moving to another building. It's called in, yeah, in another new tower too. Which is still within the KL Central area. Within KL Central. Okay. And then Maida, they move it to their own building, Manara Maida. I see. And then SSM also having their own building, they move to another building. Mm. Kanzana move it to uh, Machu UEM, KL Central, ah, ah, the, ah. The, the left, left side, yeah. left side of the building. Yeah. I think it's next to CIMB Tower or something. There's a CIMB one there also, right? Yeah. Ah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that, okay, that, what are the tenant mix there actually, in a way? Mostly will be multinational in. Various sector. Various, ah. Yeah. Uh, aviation, uh, services, oil and gas. Okay. It's, it's a mixture. Uh, even even for the, what we call that, the, the consultancy firm, like ah. uh, Pricewaterhouse also in there. I see. Uh -huh. I see. What about Bangsa South? Where do they sit? Okay. You see, Bangsa South is a founder also since 2010. Okay. It's only less than yeah. 15 years. Okay. So phase one, they launched the first block of the office space. It's called... Horizon. Mm. It's like a boutique office, but four places, about 4,000 square feet for mm. 11 stories. Mm. So that is only owned by, mostly it's owned by institution or listed company. Mm. Mm. So they bought the whole building and then they they, they, they rent it out per floor basis. Mm. So that's a phase one. Okay. And then they move on to uh, phase two. They built another office block mm. right behind and also where you see now the Touch and Go Tower, Everest, mm. and also DKRS Tower. Those Manara are, and, uh, end to end and all that. Uh. Yeah, those are, those are phase two. I see. And those are like a, a larger building, four play about 8,000 square feet. Okay. Even, uh, also about 10 plus stories. Okay. And the last phase will be the Manara BT, the Metro UEM, Bangsa, and also all this building, about 20 stories building. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just at this point, I just wanted to highlight to the audience. Uh, uh, Danny has just given us stats. Uh, all from yeah. his head. Uh. <laughs> and, and, and also, you see, uh, the... It's it's a it's a well planned master plan so whereby they they, they pull all the big players mm. into into this ecosystem. There isn't much a uh, a startup in, in in the first place. Mm. Mostly they are like multinational or they are in uh, institutional. Mm. So when they launch those uh, small smaller office space, it's called vertical business suites. It's oh, vertical business suites. Front, yes. Fronting Nexus. Mm -hmm. You know of the Nexus retail volume. Yeah. It's yeah. just right fronting of it. And then these this three three buildings essentially consisting of the hotel uh -huh. and two blocks of the strata office. Okay. And then uh, the podium will be a convention hall. 
So it's a well-planned uh, master plan city. I see. Do you think that these well-planned master plan cities, right? Um, what kind of input do they get? Do they actually speak to real estate negotiators like you and and determine the the product mix before they actually come out with the master plan? Or usually they just hire some architect, famous architect or town planner, or whatever. What, what, are you familiar with that? Okay, first thing first, I think <coughs> this one of the guy who 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 invent this master plan, they are from consulting firm. Mm. And if I'm not mistaken, he, he's from McKenzie. Okay. So okay. he pulled all the resources from government sector, from the end user, and also the building owners. They pull all the ecosystem, put into the master plan. So I it's see. a they it's it's with a government support and also a bit of political play ah, to make it happen. Interesting. Yeah, okay, you know, okay, so okay. Okay. So no, because Bangsa South, when I first moved to KL, was Kampong Karinchi. Karinchi. <laughs> Okay, I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really literally if you pass through uh university university stop my LRT right. Can you imagine back Bangsa South today? It's like you know it's like corporate jungle, concrete tower, right? Can you imagine that time was just like low rise apartments, uh pantai pantai squatter squatter area, yeah. squatters, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was very amazed of how they built that whole thing, and it just yeah. Now 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 it makes sense. Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, so we've got we've covered KLCC, we've covered uh, KL Central, um, Bangsa South. What are the up and coming? So fringes like PJ, uh, Cyber Jaya. I mean, take your pick. Which one? Would and you also, how do you tell? Yeah, how do you tell? How do you tell if some area before most of the market, right? How do you tell that that area is coming up? Yes. Do you see certain niches or certain trends that mm. you know? Do you use like your data to make some predictions about it? Yeah. I would say right now some of the area are doing well. Uh. Places like Palang Jaya is always doing well. Okay. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, because of the, <laughs> the easy access for the talent pool. Okay. Because those those people who first come to Malaysia, uh, Kuala Lumpur, they uh. study in here, they uh. grow here. Uh-huh. After after then they, they they work they work nearby and okay. they bought a house. Okay. So that's where they are. So so it's a it's like a it's a nurture place. Mm, 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 mm-hmm, mm, mm-hmm. Mm. And um if you were to look at uh, up and coming uh, area, right? What do you first see? Is it transport access? I mean, for commercial, I don't talk about residential. Uh. Is it transport access? Uh, within the vicinity, are there commercial uh, office spaces that you know? And and the talent mix is, is that is that a criteria you see to to help you decide whether it's an up and coming space? Okay, put in this way, there yeah. are, there are, there are three three sub subsector for for office space user as well. Okay. The first one will be multinational. Okay. And the second one will be small medium enterprise. Okay. And also the startup companies. Okay. okay. So three of them they have different requirements. Okay. So let's start off with the multinational company. Yeah. So multinational, most of them they will be in a, a better grade building. Okay. Because they just the, they can afford it. They can afford it. The regional the regional guy coming in, the procurement coming in, the Malaysia coming in, they uh. want something to impress their their HQ. Uh, so usually they were in a, a better present. For example, let's say in in Mid Valley, uh, they will be in Garden North, Garden North Tower, Garden yeah. South Tower, yeah. or South South Point Tower. Yeah. They, but they wouldn't go to those like a uh, uh, shop office. Uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> for 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 SME, it's a bit of a they they spend prudently. Okay. So you can see them everywhere, but most of them they are cost conscious. I see. So they will they will maximize the usage. They will be in everywhere, strata office, shop office, on, and sometimes they will be in. Uh, they take a small space in a in a corporate grade building. I see, very small space. Very small space. I see. And and for for startup, 
user, usually they would like to be in a co-working space okay. or so-called service office. Mm. The, dif- the differentiation between co- co-working space and service office, co-working space is like a full floor basis. Okay. Uh, most of them there's like open plan, okay. workstation sharing basis. Okay. And then you can talk talk to your next door. Maybe it's your 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 another client that you can you can meet with. Okay. Um for service office, you you it's like a full floor inside it's got like 20, 30 rooms. You mm. rent a room by, by yourself. You have I, privacy. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, I, I just want to dial a little bit back and you mentioned something about grading. So, you know, can you explain uh, the gradings of different buildings and does it actually help in commanding a certain price and a certain environment or ecosystem for both the land, the building owner as well as the tenant, you know. So it's like, if you go to like a triple A grade, mm-hmm. is that how they grade it? Triple A grade or yeah, it's called Prime A. Oh, so in Prime Prime A, <laughs> it's called Prime A. Yeah, okay. Prime A in, in in most of them they are in KLCC. So Prime A, I can I can think of immediately would be the Mulia Tower Exchange One O Six. Okay, that's ah. the One O Six Tower. Okay, I've been to the top, the Zuver, the Zuver part. Okay. okay, it's actually yeah, it's it's you have a nice aesthetic of the outlook. Okay. You have a nice grand lobby. It's like as if you stop, step into a hotel, <laughs> okay. and they have a high speed lift. Okay. And the so called the the internet access and also dedicated list line is wow. very important wow. because it's the of, of the so called dedicated bandwidth for banking sector. I see. And also for let's say I am a uh, business processing outsourcing. I need to help certain multinational to 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 do their job. Okay. I need to secure the data. So okay. I need that bandwidth. I see. Without that that dedicated bandwidth, I cannot take this building, something like that. Wow. So that okay. is very important. Prime A. Prime A. Okay. What's the lo- next lower grade? Grade A. This one ninety hundred marks. This one ninety marks. Ninety marks. Yeah. Grade so, grade is equivalent to uh, prime A as well. It's just that in terms of the um, building material, ah. in terms of the the scale of the master plan okay. of the building tend to be smaller. Okay. Like for, for primary, usually the the it's actually in the master plan whereby they have live, work, play, and also they have grade A, grade B building, strata building, and also prime building for comparison, something like that. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Great, 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 great A generally, uh, they are equivalent to primary, it's just that they are smaller scale. I see, I see. Mm-hmm. So after that, is there a prime B or is just B? <laughs> B. <laughs> <laughs> so, so since prime A and A is almost the same, just in terms of scale. One, what is the difference, and two, what is the price difference in between, like a B to a A? Okay, for prime A, they can command above ten ringgit per square feet. So, for example, you you, you take up like a full floor twenty thousand square feet, yeah. and you have to pay like two hundred thousand per month. Okay, for for that sort of uh, pricing. Yeah. For for grade A, let's say you take like a ten thousand square feet, the biggest about ten thousand, ten to fifteen thousand square feet. Yeah, you're paying like about seven to eight. Seven to eight. Okay. In between, per, so per, it's about twenty per twenty thirty percent variance. Okay. For B, for B, it's half the price from grade A. Wow. Yeah. Can you give me an example? Okay, I'm trying to visualize. Can you give me an example of a B and how bad can it be? <laughs> I I can't really pinpoint which building, but it's <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> For example, you you drive by some buildings along Jalan Jalan Pinang, okay. those older building more than twenty years. Ah, that sort of uh, benchmark you can think of. I see. Yeah. I see. I yeah. see. So you don't you don't get 
high speed lift, you don't get a grand lobby, you don't get, but you are in a quite a good locality in a way. But they do refurbishment, yes. I see. Oh, yeah, actually, I wanted to go to that refurbishment. So yeah. if let's say I'm a B building, is it possible for me to you know, climb go. up to A or prime A? Is <laughs> Upgrade there a way? myself. <laughs> okay, it's all about building technology and what you can do with yeah, it, with yeah. your building, existing building structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So suppose you want to upgrade your lift, but you already have the lift core. How can, how are you going to enlarge yeah. the lift core? Yeah. It's a lot of M&E part. There are a lot of things you have to do it concurrently while you're having a tenant in there. Not many landlords able to uh, shut down the entire building and do refab. Because it's money, yeah. It's money involved, and, yeah. and a lot of buildings like this, they, it's like a great B. They can't do upgrading is because they are more, they are more into a, a strata building because you need to go through the management, building management. You mm. have different voting rights, so mm. not everyone wants to spend money on that. Yeah, but maybe you, you, you describe what is strata. I think so for some viewers, they don't even understand what's the difference between a strata or holding on. Yeah, strata building as simple as that is like one floor. You have like eight units. Each unit is different landlords. Mm. For for M block building, one building is one single landlord. Mm. So they have different command power. They can right. so so usually yeah. the single landlord able to command better and higher. And they can they can do things that the strata not can do. Example, they can do even for the signage to put out in the building. Ah, it's their ah, call. Ah, <laughs> understand. Their call. Understand. They, What's the mix like uh, between single owner buildings and strata from your different uh, different. I would have, if I were to say in KLCC, less than ten percent will be strata owner. Ah. Only ninety percent will be single landlord. I see. Oh, yeah. Mm. Have you seen any examples, at least before, where, where people upgrade their B, B, B buildings to A's? B buildings to A. Okay, Prudential, Munada Prudential. Oh, it's Jalan Sultan Ismail, right? KL thirty, it to KL thirty three. Okay. okay, okay. Yeah. So this is one of the examples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that one you can name. Yeah. 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 Upgrade, upgrade. upgrade. That's upgrade. Okay. It's low density, uh, nice architecture, architecture, uh, uh, architecture, outlook, yeah. architecture outlook. Yeah. And then uh, they put in, they, they reverb the, the, the lobby, lift system, access security system, all this. Okay. So who's the one who actually go and like check, you know, like, you know, like go hawker center, they always have A, B, and C for cleanliness or so. so That's DBKL, right? That's DBKL. Uh, <laughs> so for, for this one? Rent, 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 usually, rent. usually the renter will, will, will define that. Oh. oh. <laughs> no, no, renter and also the tenant mix. I see. The highest, the, the, the Forbes 500, they will go to this building. Then eventually you can end it. I see. So if let's just say, uh, Paramount Pictures or Sony Pictures go there, then you know, wow, you can cl- the the building tenant can claim <laughs> hey, a building owner can say, hey, you know, you've got Sony Pictures here, you've got you know, uh, interesting, G- yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once they they have someone on board, let's say let's just say the the music industry, uh, then you, they can they can talk to various other music industry. other music industry, the supply chain. I see, I see. So it's always the like an ecosystem. That's I see. I That's see. very interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. No, I, I, I like to re-emphasize this point. Look at the amount of data and mental yeah. models that Danny has actually just, you know, you so, spent on. Yeah. So I, I want to ask from a perspective, yeah. like I'm an investor, right? Mm. Let's say I see this company and he's building a commercial building. Yeah. And let's say I get to meet the management who is building the building, mm. right? Is it important to ask the management, hey, um, look for an ecosystem as in like you say music industry then maybe you want the guy who i don't know i don't know anything about music industry warner music 
Yeah, no, you get the modern music, then maybe you get like the recording studio oh, or yeah, yeah. something like that. Would you say that's important? That is very, very, very important. <laughs> would you say that's like the most important thing probably? Top three, I would say. So why, least. okay, so spell out to me then why exactly to an investor, right? Uh, that is important. What does it give the investor when there's an ecosystem? Whenever there is an ecosystem, everything is um is gel gel together. I see. Yeah. So say for example, um, let's say give me a give me a a master plan. Okay. Si Hoi Chan. Ah, yes, okay. yes, si Hoi Chan. Very yeah. important. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Si Hoi Chan. Yeah. So they do have a shopping mall. Yeah. Uh, it's called Starling Mall. Correct. In the master plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. A retail, a retail tenant, a multinational retail tenant, they will have present in the shopping mall. Yeah. But what about their operation office? So the operation office, they will be sitting along the vicinity of the, yeah. the premises. So Correct. like L'Oreal, they're in, they in one of the uptown uh, buildings. Oh, I didn't right. know that. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, like for example, for, for um, Pavilion, Pavilion okay. Mall, yeah. nearby you have Coach, it's just attached to the building. There's another, it's called Pavilion Office Tower. Oh, I didn't They are okay. in it. Okay. So so Watson, ah, they are in Wisma Chuang. Okay. So they are all nearby. So ah. these are the these are the ecosystem. The back end would like to be near to their 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 subsidiary or their, see, their, their outlets. And the it reason why they don't want that because prime space means color, uh, more money, more, mm. more more cost. They want to be adjacent, but at the same time pay a lower kind of rental to because it doesn't need a front facing. Is, is that correct? Is my yeah. assumption correct? Yeah. Okay. So say for example for for. Uh, Shipping line, mm. okay. Shipping line. Mm. A lot of shipping line they like to be in Subang Jaya and also Klang. Okay. So all the backend operation office, not not just their corporate office. When we talk about office, there is a variance between the front end and also the back end. Okay. The front end is usually is more like a sales and sales, marketing. Yeah. 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 The back end is more like a account procurement or this. Okay. But there is also things like a, um, like a, it's called shared SSC. Uh, shared services. Shared services. Yes. Whereby they 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 host a, a call center in Malaysia, and then this call center will this center will will handling for all the HR, finance for different region. Mm, mm, so mm. let's say I'm a I'm a multinational. I just need to have four, four different SSC in four different time zone, and mm. I'm seven by twenty four. Mm, mm, mm. mm, mm, mm. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Oh, I'm, that's I'm, a very good insight, man. Yeah, it's very good, good system. Yeah. Um. One one step back on grade A, prime A, and all this. Uh, there's this thing about GBI. Can you explain GBI and then is it important? And I wanted to link it to, is it if it's re related at all? MSC status actually. Okay, GBI Green Building Index. Uh -huh. They have different mark: fifty mark, sixty mark, up to ninety, okay. ninety marks. So okay. it's from certified to silver to gold yeah. to platinum. Yeah. So rating from how many energy saving they can they can command. Ah. But in terms of the saving in the let's say for example you spend hundred thousand for the renovation, you comply for the GBI. Okay. How long to take back the ROI? ROI okay. Some of them they say close to twenty years. Wow. It's, it's not more about not 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 about the cost saving, it's about the corporate responsibility. Right. I see. Because for 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 country like Scandinavia, they emphasize on this. I see. Because if you can save X amount of uh, carbon, carbon, uh, carbon footprint. footprint, you can have X amount of uh, incentive for your tax bracket. Ah. So it's different. In Malaysia, we need to, our government need to do some 
policy for the tax incentive especially tax incentive. yes, yes. Ah, what right. is the take up rate for GBI in Malaysia I, I don't I know there's some I mean like, that's, that's how we uh, met you and the, the journey we had to go through to secure a space for a previous employer but what's the take up rate is it very very low getting higher or you know, I know it's very expensive because the operation manager for the building that we uh, that we were in was like well, uh, you know this window uh, because of GBI I have to pay extra this 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 yeah. uh, color, the color. <laughs> and also do share with us like yeah. exactly how much extra yeah because I think this is important in investors yes, also, right? because exactly. right now in investing there's a trend that they e- don't just want to make money they want to make money and feel good also. E- ESG you know ESG, ESG? Yeah. yeah environmental yeah. something government yeah, yeah. so Obviously, the big question has always been the additional cost. Yes. So, you know, if a build, if a, someone, some guy, CEO of a stock or a company wants to build a, a, a CGI, yeah, do, do a you use B- the word certified? GBI. certified guy. Or lead. Or lead. Or lead. There's another one. It's called, one is GBI, Green Building Index. The other one is called lead, L-E-E-D, lead. L-E-E-D, okay. Okay. One is US version. The other one is in Scandinavian. Malaysia. Malaysia. Malaysia, Singapore. Malaysia, Singapore. Okay. okay. So if I were to construct a building, Prime A, non-GBI versus Prime A, GBI. How much? What's the difference? Yeah. Ballpark. Don't need to be precise. I know you don't build buildings, but based on your insights or, or, or experience, you know, roughly. Or Depending how, what, what sort of uh, rating you want to achieve. But okay, if it's like the goal. Right, yeah, right yeah. 90, 90 is the max. Right? Yeah, 90. Yeah. yeah. Generally, the cost will be more than... 10, 15% in addition. Wow. Yeah. Okay. 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 10 to 15%. But will you be able to command a 10 to 15% increase in your rental? It depends. Oh. oh. This is not Scandinavia, <laughs> guys. <laughs> this is not Scandinavia. <laughs> so it depends. The building that you're sitting on, are they are they, are they they thriving or are they still in consolidating? I so see. It's, uh, so mm. there's, there's quite a big uncertainty. If someone, let's just say like Symphony, if they were to build uh, GBI index building, right? It's an uncertainty that once I pour out this extra 10, 15%, there's not necessary that I can re- recap back in that ROI perspective. Uh. Not, not really. So it's the ecosystem it's again. It's the ecosystem, yeah. Okay, great, great. Okay, now, um, it's a good segue into the challenges of the industry. Okay, so what do you see in between, is there a gap or a mismatch in between what the clients want and what the supplier is of actually offering, especially in the Malaysian context. Is there a big gap or is there any gap at all? See, I would say right now, everyone seeking for concession. <laughs> oh, looking consolidation. For yeah. cheap, cheaper price. Ah. So they will be come to a point where, whereby a lot of tenants, they, they before they do their renewal, uh-huh. they will talk to the landlord, try not to increase and also decrease their, their renter. Okay. And then while concurrent, they will look for outside nearby building to bring a better offer <laughs> and then for, for negotiation. Shopping, shopping. If in the event the, the current uh, landlord able, unable to fulfill the requirement and the other landlord likelihood can be you, you uh, met their requirement I and see. then they move on. So it's a negotiation part always. I see. So but so those buildings like a higher building like grade B building uh-huh. um, is always uh, facing a lot of challenges with the grade A building. I see. So great, the grade A building owner can pull the tenant easily by offering the same rate just to come on board ah, my building. Lock them in first? Huh? Lock them in first. Ah, okay. But wouldn't, I mean, let's just say if I'm a SME, somehow or rather in the past, I used to have a good year and I'm in a grade A building, not a prime, but grade A building. And then now a grade B building comes up. 
will it be a difference of half of what the grade A building or you see a reduction more of grade A building coming to match that of grade B building? It's more, it's more about uh, demographic. It's not about the building grade. I see. Yeah. So, so uh, generally, the occupancy rate for fringe area uh-huh. like uh, PJ, KL Central, uh-huh. Damansarai, all these places uh-huh. still doing relatively well. So fringe is doing better. Fringe is doing better and the rental rate is even higher, sometimes even higher than KLCC. <laughs> Seriously, man. <laughs> so yeah. you, so for for those of you uh, who missed out the earlier part, fringe is uh, PJ Bangsa South. Uh, let me see. Damansara. What's Damansara. What's the one near KO Eco City? Eco City. Okay, uh, it's better, commanding more expensive rates than Prime in KLCC. Okay. For 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 few reason. I mean, uh. first thing first, the the, the accessibility. They are, uh. they are in the middle of a city center and also the the manufacturing, like a Shalam. In, ah, the, in the middle, in okay. the middle, okay, and then you have the highway access, uh-huh. and also the um the train, the train line, yeah, train line access, yeah, and not to forget a lot of big bosses, they are staying nearby. Oh, <laughs> and there are a lot of golf course nearby as well. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> a very important one. Golf course, Saujana, yeah, uh, TBC. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, RGC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never thought of that. I also know drinking drinking space, ah. easy bar. Ah, right. Okay, 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 okay. These well. are these are the consideration points for <laughs> for for a, a business decision maker. Also. Okay. Ultimately, the the if if I would if if there is a like a sole provider company, the, it, always the ball the, the 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 boss can. And command everything. I see. I see. Okay, that's <laughs> interesting. Drinking, golfing, anywhere. Right? That's like, why you say demographic. Yeah, very important. Dem- yeah, yeah, demographic. Yeah. 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 yeah so, like, like a lot of uh, manufacturing uh, companies, even the uh, decision maker, they are staying in Damansara area. No uh-huh. doubt, their plants in 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 Malacca, in Johor. Okay. They still stay in Damansara. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a private office nearby. I see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, just. I, I just want to dive deeper, deeper on that private office. So, deep, uh, private office meaning very small space, talking about one, two thousand square feet just to house probably one or two secretaries and some admin staff to manage the plants that are outskirts. Is that what you mean by a private office? It can be ranging from one or two to big scale, can up to like 10,000 square feet as well. Wow, in Damansara Heights. Yeah. Oh. Like, like for example, okay, everyone knows about the. Okay. Cannot even say A. Yeah, like like, like a. a like let's say for uh, a company, <laughs> okay. they have they have a plant in, in various parts of the uh Slango area okay. for rubber manufacturing. Okay. So they mm. are off their their office block also located in the upcoming Damansara High okay. uh, new office block area. So okay. they bought an on, on block. Okay. So they will have their housing or their stuff in it. I see, I see. Okay, okay. Great. Um moving on. Moving on. <laughs> 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 COVID-19, oh, work from a big one. home shift. How has it impacted commercial properties? Yeah. I, the word on the street is that, you know, now people doing office, yeah, why do you need commercial yeah, properties? Why do you need commercial? So what do you say to that? Yeah. I mean, people is a, is a social animal anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, so you, we all love to meet our, 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 our senior, our peers, yeah. like to see each other. Yeah. So yeah, there is there's there's a trend whereby a lot of people work from home now today. Yeah. But there's some some industry they will still have to be inside the office. Okay. Yes. So like 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 trading in 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 finance trading, okay. consulting, okay, 
some trade secret you can't really work outside i see yeah and mm. and and um from your point of view um right now what they view is a bloodbath meaning people think that commercial properties five years or two years yeah. down the future you know um is going to be wiped out and what do you say to that i mean if you were to dig a little bit deeper what do you think will survive what do you think will yeah. not survive for for those company it depends sector as well okay if it's in technology sector most of them their business operation is still ongoing okay so so even though they are still work from home but mm. still the office still still they still preserve their office they okay. pay their rent on time okay we do check with uh, check with those uh, landlord they are still keeping okay and not many occupancy uh, drop out oh really now. okay not, not many okay but these are multinationals i guess multi okay. multinational and listed company is okay okay but for the sme and also the 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 so to, to speak the startup company okay they, are, they get hit Get so, really a lot, so a lot of them they surrender back to their, their their office and then they work from home. What kind of percentage is that in terms yeah. of okay, so it's like I remember you were giving me this stat, Danny. Total letable area for commercial properties offices in here was a certain number. Mm -hmm. From that number and those that get hit like the SMEs and the startup, what the breakdown? Yeah, what's the rough breakdown? How I know many you, percentage yeah. is like SME, how many is MNC, how many is, uh, what's the last one I can remember? MNC, startups. Huh? Startups, yeah. yeah. Actually, right now, in terms of the overall occupancy rate in Klang Valley, uh -huh. right now it's about 130 million square feet in okay. total. For commercial. Life, for commercial. Of commercial so, means office. Oh, many office. Okay. Many office. For vacancy rate right now is somewhere around 30% as of now. So there is times, there is a, there is a, there is a drop of about, 10%. So usually now. occupancy rate was about 60. Is it? Uh, 80. 80 and above. 80 above. Now 80 it's 70. About 70. Oh, 70. That's not too much. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. And, and out of that 100%, when you say 70 occupancy rate, this 70, out of that, how many is SME? How many is uh, MNC? Uh, do you have that data? Or do you have? Don't. Okay. But from your gauge, right, um, would it be safe to say that half of those SMEs or startups are actually moving towards this work from home shift? Would that be a fair assumption or would that be totally off? It would be a mixture. Okay. They would, they would surrender part of the office space and they will shift to a smaller space ah. just to keep, keep it lean and mean. I see. So it's not to say everything move for, to work from home. Lah, I get. Okay. Now, do you think this trend will persist? Yes or no, depending sector. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what, what are, are the, the sectors? Yeah. What are the sectors? Because I think it's important for us investors, stock investors, because there are quite a few listed companies in Malaysia yes. with commercial properties. Yeah. Right. Like we were, you know, we're talking about uh, Mega First with oh, Sachai, yeah. right? Yeah, Sachai. And yes. they own PJ8. Yeah, PJ8. Right. Correct. So these are some of the questions we want to know where we don't know which one will survive. Because yeah. then right now, with prices being low, right? You know, these are good opportunities for investors. Right. So why for the landlord point of view or survive of the tenant point of view? Landlord. Landlord point of view. Yeah, because let's just say they own like, for example, Mega First, they own the whole PJ8 with uh, joint development. First block, block A. Yeah, block A, right? Block A. So what would someone like, will someone like uh, development like PJ8 survive this onslaught or not? Because for an investor, when we look at the balance sheet of a company, right? Yeah. It's valuable when there's cash flow, mm -hmm. but when there is a liability on it, yeah. you're paying interest. And then 
this work from home trend and everything is not bringing back tenants and this related uh, uh, required cash flow and whether they will yeah. have to they have to do a fire sale on this and it's also related to the tenant because yeah. uh, depending on what industry the tenants are in right yeah. you're saying then you know because what we really want to know is what are the industries you're seeing right now right yeah. that still can hang on to their being tenants yeah mm-hmm. Uh, and and that will obviously benefit the owners of the property as well. Yeah. As long as uh, those like uh, involved in technology, mm-hmm. they are still ongoing. Mm. So technology companies, uh, logistic e-commerce. Mm-hmm. So those people are still still doing good. Oh, okay. even like warehousing, the people who what do warehousing because they need people to manage the warehouse sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. What what industry so far from your this this current year? What industry do you uh, have you seen that is Pulling back. What's the one that was the industry that's getting hit the most? Let me think of that. Yeah. You say I, I Danny, sorry, uh, I cannot uh, cannot cannot pay already. Yes, yeah. first question. He cannot answer immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pull yeah. I have to pull data. Yeah, don't don't worry. I mean if if you don't uh, you know let 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 us know later. Um should we move on to the next one? Next okay, question? sure. Okay, sure. okay. <laughs> First question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy is too well. <laughs> okay. Uh, next is about um, what are the trends that you are seeing today in this, besides this work from home shift and um, how do you guys uh, pivot your business? I'm, I'm pretty sure like for PropNext, you were doing a lot of office, commercial, whatever, right? And share with us some of the methodologies or what, are, what what's hot right now that you're focusing the company's resources on actually. Right now we are focusing more into the backend operation backend office uh, tenant. Oh, okay. So for those people who involve into business processing outsourcing. Okay. And also the shared services one. Okay. These are the, these are these are still in demand. Okay. So you're seeing you're seeing that that demand. And then is it from local-based companies or MNCs that want to house their shared services in KL? Mostly will be MNC. Ah, why? Relocate, why? relocate to Malaysia. From like, where? Like for example, recently we have been talking to another European company whereby they need to relocate to close down their, their shared services center in, in, in European okay. to relocate to Malaysia. And the benefit to be in, in Malaysia is because of, first thing will be the it's cost effective, okay, and also um, la- language advantage, okay, and also the friendliness, friendliness of the everything, the government. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> you, you know, uh, MJ, sure, because MJ and I we get a lot. Of this Malaysia is bad. Governance is bad. That, that is when the first time they want to bring in FDI. Ah, after when they got it. Okay, great. So, so uh, shared services. What else? What what other industry? And maybe can you help us uh, guide through what what before the podcast started? You were sharing with us that you actually look at where the smart money or the hot money is going. So, yeah. how do you actually determine, or what are the data sets that you use to help you determine that? Actually, okay, for the industry who are doing well right now, uh-huh. of course, it's all the E and E sector, okay, in electronic. Yeah. electronic goods or this right. and also uh, the building material oh, bu- building materials building material sector okay. so you're talking about like what cement C- copper cement. Is that, is, what, what yeah. are you talking about okay. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah cement copper tin steel 
aluminium or this okay. right. or these people they are they are still expanding okay and then thirdly will be the food processing ah yeah because food processing they follow population growth i see so these are the sectors still still ongoing no matter how you still we still have to buy food beverage yeah raw material for food or this and and you see that as a, uh, the correlation is there when they, you see them requiring more and more office spaces or more and more commercial properties that they need more on their manufacturing Industrial. Sector, industrial industrial sector. I see. Where where do you get this? Uh, what what kind of data? So- where do you head for a, a repository of this data sources? Is it Mida or is it? Do you get the data from Mida to see, or is that like just based on a lot of inquiries and you see there's this uptick? It, what what's the process? We we do our prospecting based on sector. Ah. So we talk to. At first, we started off with uh, logistics sector. Okay. So we talk to. Most of the logistics sector from multinational mm. to unicorn mm. to local based company. I see. So um for for this logistics sector, right now those people are still expanding. The multinational one is expanding. Uh-huh. The unicorn player still in expanding. The local one is quite in a in a stress mode. I see. In terms of the intense uh, competition. So guys like Trimo, GDEX, all that is like it's, it's Trimo is good because Trimo they have a plant in in Pulau Indah. Ah. So that is we that they, they do they do different uh, manufacture goods product to export overseas. They have their different positioning. I see. They're different for niche those la. those in in parcel delivery in lo- local company parcel delivery, uh-huh. they are in competition with the unicorn and also China company. Oh, <laughs> but China do they have last mile here actually? They do have. Oh my gosh. Okay. They do have. They're everywhere, man. <laughs> they are. They are funding. They fund. They are, they, are, they can put funding into certain unicorn and then own indirectly. Ah. Okay. Okay. So right. you guys can connect the dots, uh, guys. You guys know. You know. I'm. There's only two lah. So. <laughs> mm. Right. And then they proxy proxy lah. That's what you mean, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. So I mean the 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 next question I have is uh, because you mentioned foreign, right? So do you also deal with uh? Okay, you do we deal with foreign counterparts, but what do you say right now is the mixture between foreign and local when it comes to the industrial space specifically? Is it half half? Is it like it's still half half? Oh, interesting. It's still half half. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay, all right, cool. Um, how much data do you guys crunch? Do you crunch? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> we we glance through uh, at least. For thirty percent of the listed company in Malaysia, wow, we look through their asset asset list. Wow, so <laughs> we're kind of like we know where they are, how is like their corporate estate planning. For example, if you are you were, you were the automotive, so where is your production plant? Where is your warehouse? Wow, where is your back end office? Where is your retail showroom? Uh. So we we try to grab this in this context. Wow, so virtually you have like a, you know the that's the part we always skip. Yeah, that's the part. Oh, we skip uh, the office. Uh, school, school, now, school. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but this one don't skip. For example, banking sector, ah. you do, not not just they have this uh, so called the, the the customer uh, like a shop lot shop lot type kind of a banking center. Uh-huh. They also have a disaster recovery center. Oh yes, yes, yes. So they will have in different location. Okay, and also they are training academy. Ah, training academy. Ah. Training academy. Okay, okay. So do you have like a like a war map? Uh? <laughs> they where they are, and then they said, "Oh, okay, okay. Hey, I think uh, you should put a uh, intermediary HQ somewhere here or something like that. that. That's what you guys do, right? That's that's what we do also. Oh, because because is the data will tell what to act, react accordingly. I see, uh-huh. I see, I see. How how big is the team to collect the data actually? 
about five of them. Okay. Okay. And um, do you train them from scratch or is we train from scratch? <laughs> Wow, <laughs> so nice! <Yeah. laughs> but every day in front of Excel or Excel core data, ah. and then uh, mining the Google alerts to to pick the, the the information that we needed. Then we analyze from there. Ah, okay. Can Google you, alerts? Yeah, I I wanted to. You know, remember we had this drive, Danny, and you were telling me that sometimes you you in a way scrape mudah.com data, and he said that oh, this particular uh, list listing has been around for a few times. You actually. When you were doing it on your own freelancing, right? You were like trying to scrap this kind of data to see whether it's something that you want to do, worth doing, or something that is like why why is that listing still not popular? You know, is is that the method that you practice? Did I get it correct? Uh, last time, it all depends supply and demand. The uh, objective. Okay, so let's just say a guy lists this on Muda, uh, rental for three months, and yet it's not being listed out. Will it pick your interest in terms of Google alerts, or is it like? Something's fishy. It has not been leased out for three months. It's uh, in a hot area or non hot area. Then you start digging. Is it? Is that where where you? We usually. It, it depends also. <laughs> it all depends. Give me a, give me an example. Give me an example of you know what would a Google alert look like and how do you chase it? Down? Okay, Google alert. Simply you can you can uh, harvest a keyword. Uh-huh. For example, you harvest certain keyword. For example, divestment, investment, growth, bankrupt. Mm. Consolidation. Okay. So, or certain raw material you want to like, like tin, copper, all this. You can you can derive the data and okay. you can crawl the data. Okay. Because they will send you the data every every day. Okay. You can set it like every day two a.m. I will receive all the data. They will consolidate and send you a list of the market news. Okay. And you can crunch from there and you can form your decision making. Wow. Okay. Wow. Mm. Mm. It's very very useful. Okay. Okay. Do Do you see a need for like prop next? Do Do you Build your own software to analyze the data, or you just use the normal office tools like Excel, whatever, Tableau, or just the normal tools. Oh, okay. Is is that in? Is it sufficient, or will you sufficient? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So don't need some fancy blue. because you know they you need to know that the age the urgency ah. and the practical level only. I see a lot of things. Sometimes the data cannot tell, right? Ah, sometimes relationship between one one uh, a country and the other country, the data. Cannot tell. I see. I see. I see. Or or, a government department and the other listed company, you cannot tell that from data. But you know, someone sitting on the board can make an influence. Ah, some sort like that. So to to understand the relationship mapping is also equally important than the data set. I see. So the five guys that you are you are training to you know uh, that you help train to to key in all this data, will they be able to understand this relational? They, they are slowly picking up. <laughs> <laughs> they need to read the Malaysia political map, <laughs> the listed one thousand one thousand companies. Wow! Do you actually get them to read that? Is it a little bit, bit by bit? Wow! By, by subsector. I see. By 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 sector and if alphabetical also. Wow, man! Very good, man. <laughs> that is what most stock investors should be doing. Exactly, man. I'm Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, how else do you use Google Alerts? You know, is that the main way? That's the main way. To to grab first hand information because data if you don't use it immediately, uh-huh. it, it it will oscillate along the along the along the way. Like I see one week one week before the the news and one week after the news, the outcome will be totally different. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Ooh. Okay. Now, um, you also talked a little bit about prior to the podcast. You also talked a little bit about uh the industrial sector 
in the sense that um, while office space may be in a way dropped by 10%, and you mentioned earlier about logistics and everything, what, what other sec- in the industrial sector itself, what, why do you think there's a pickup? Is there more FDIs that are coming in or is it local players that are um, you know, um, picking up their, their business activities? What, what, what do you see? And you were like telling me you were like traveling to Lumut, you know, all this kind of, uh, or, 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 or Langkawi or, you know, even uh, up. You know, Harta Lega is opening a plant in uh, Bukit Kayu Hitam of all places. <laughs> so, so is that something you see on the ground or not just on the news headlines actually? Yeah, yeah. We, we see a lot of uh, movement in terms of the industrial. So let's start off with uh, Slango, it's Klang Valley. Okay. So Klang Valley by itself, we there is a part called Slangon North. Okay. So there is a there's a place called UNW High Value Chain. Ah. So this place, um, Sapura already have their aviation. UNW no Sapura, sorry. It's UNW having their aviation mm. uh, manufacturing for uh Lost Roy some Roy. some component, parts, uh. some parts. So they have the, the plant over there. Okay. And also the UNW we also moving out from where they are in Shalam to to this part. So all their uh, excavator, uh, build all the machinery, all this thingy, they will move over to the other side. I see. And also, there are a lot of co-relationship because this this building that they are occupied in Sha'alam uh-huh. eventually sold it off to Maple Tree. Ah. So Maple Tree is Maple Tree Reed, Reed in Singapore. They will build another multi-story um, warehouse distribution center, mm. larger scale than what they are having now in Maple Tree Logistic Hub and Maple Tree Logistic uh, uh, Center. I see. In section twenty two, I see. So 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 the so the other side a lot of uh, because this this is a purpose built industrial park. Okay. So it's more for machinery production. I see. But it's Slangon North. Okay. Uh, and where 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 are the where are the locations you're looking at? Slangon North. Slangon North. There is another part of the city is called uh, Sungai Boya. Oh, okay. Sungai Boya. So they want to plan to build. Sounds very scary. <laughs> It's Boya, Crocodile. <laughs> uh, they do build another furniture city. So oh. Selangor Furniture International Furniture Association, they want to consolidate all this uh scattered around supply chain in Sungabulo site to move over to this um Selangor Furniture City, International City. Wow. So it's going to compete against what guys in the, the MOA zone also, right? MOA has got their dedicated managed furniture city. This is meant for Glen Valley. I see. I see. I see. So the industrial park is actually, uh, they have their uh, very uh, niche kind of uh, supply chain. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what about other states? Do you see other states? Because um, uh, I have a friend who actually works for AME. Ah, okay. Yeah, and their specialization, their niche is actually building industrial parks. What do you see as a trend for industry? Do, do customers actually want this kind of theme or not right now? They are pre-built, certain size, or do you see like, I know in Penang, the semicon guys are expanding like mad, you know. Um, which, why do you think industrial parks will work or why do you think industrial parks will not work with a pre-built? Rather than they come in, I just want this piece of land and I will, I will customize the whole thing. What, what What's the trend there actually? Where about? Uh, Johor. Uh, Johor, Penang, or even KL. Which do they prefer? More pre-built or more, I come in, I want just a piece of land and I customize the factory. It, it depends on business nature. If it's a logistic, you can pre-build because you can tell how how how, how, how many loading bay I can ah. I can put a ratio versus how many square feet. This is quite, quite, Stereotype, standard. Mm. quite standard. 
if it's the uh, manufacturing plant, uh-huh. it will be different, different, different handling, material handling and processing and also end product will be all very various. I see, I see. So for, for logistic, yes, you can preview. And for manufacturing um, component, you need to customize. I see. That's for sure. I see. And and from your, what what does Propnex, does, do, do, do you serve these kind of clients also or you don't in a way? We do, we do. So right now we are, we are, we are serving to another a beverage company mm-hmm. whereby they need to consolidate two plants. One is in near to Klang side, the okay. other one is Klang near to the southern side of the Selangor. Okay. They need to consolidate both the, the, the beverage plant into one single location for 30 acres. I see. It's equivalent to Dutch Lady size. Dutch oh. Lady, they are in Banda and States. Yes. They have about 32 acres land. So they are building their plant now. I see. I see. Do you see the movement outside more? all these manufacturing plants, uh, do you see a trend moving them outside of? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. So for example, um, those people that are in BJ, okay. a lot of them, they relocate to the, near to the port city. I see. Those people that are in Balagong site, okay. they move to the, the southern side to Semenge, oh. to Nilai, all these places. Why? Uh? Because of the land price. Ah. They can capitalize the, the land price and then they can move to a bigger plant. I see. They can, so to speak, uh, to divest and also to reinvest. I see, I see, I the, see. The piece of land you're sitting in PJ for the past 30 years already appreciate that yeah. much. You can easily sell for 250 or even 300 per okay. square feet. And you can move to a location in Kappa, uh-huh. 80 ringgit per square feet. So <laughs> you can, you can, you can, you can buy three times of the land. Yeah. Some sort like that. I see, I or see. Or you can, you can segmentize it or yeah. allo- allocation it. I see. Because I know Dash Lady was a is a great example, Dash Lady. The current land that they're sitting on in PJ is worth a lot of money. <laughs> okay, um, great. Um I'm gonna segue this uh, conversation a little bit to if someone were to embark on a career <laughs> in what you do, what will you be looking for? <laughs> first thing first, you've got to be very patient. Oh, okay. Because Why? what you are doing now is not you can you can you can reap immediately. Mm. It's like people, you see, whenever there's organization relocation mm. or moving out, it's like six months to even five years plan. Mm. So from the first time you in touch with them to the the point of time you complete the deal, it could be three five years. Wow. So anything within one year, it con- it will be considered quite fast because you are not moving. Uh, 10, 5%, 5 to 10 person yeah. moving 50, 100 person or 1,000 workers. Mm, mm, so mm. so patient is a must. Okay. And then the willingness to learn. Oh, okay. The willingness to learn, not just about um, the, the, the business, I mean, the, the property information. Yeah. You need to well worth how the business runs, the wow. supply chain, mm. the, the in and out. The challenges <laughs> they are facing is, is very important. Mm. Whenever there's a challenges, you can offer solution. That's where you you make the most. Wow, <laughs> you know, MC. I'm, I'm, you know, no, but it's so similar. Yeah, no? <laughs> to have to stop investing. Do. You know, understand value chain, understand challenges, understand the business well. <laughs> yeah, you know, same. Yeah, same. It's, the, it's, it's, the, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, great. Um, apart from that, um, what do you think? will be criterias for companies like Propnex or companies who are doing commercial real estate, right? Corporate real estate. 
where do you see the trend of them improving and those that will stay stagnant and probably fall off? You know, what was the difference? Okay, put <laughs> um, this way: yeah. how, how do you serve as an individual to an organization? It's mm. a thing when you need one person by yourself. How yeah. do you serve the organization? Isn't it you need to be like a a, a proper formation whereby you have a leader, mm. a few manager, yes. and also some um, admin to help to grabs all these uh, paperwork and yeah. also tasks. Yeah. So you need to have like easily three to five person in a group okay. to service one organization. Okay. I think this is this is uh, one of the things that a lot of uh, real estate agents need to aware. Okay. You are not you are not serving uh, a single individual. Okay. You are serving an, an organization. Okay. So you need a proper formation. I see. So if it's like single REN, REN, a real estate negotiator, right? They will not, it was going to be very, very tough for them to... Whenever you, you attend a, a meeting, uh-huh. you, are, you will meet the CEO, the procurement, the, the, the regional manager, and you need to be... Well prepared. Uh, uh. Well prepared. <laughs> uh, if you have a team, uh-huh. so each of them, you can, you can, each of them do, do, the, do the task and then you can segregate the workload. Okay. So those guys like a single owner, so prop kind of rent, it's very difficult for them to actually fight in this kind of space. Would that be fair for me to say? Well, put it this way, um, there are also a lot of uh, so-called corporate real estate, multinational uh-huh. uh, corporate real estate. They already in, in this uh, trophy kind of uh, uh, sector. Yeah. Because uh, Jones and Lang, Lang and... JFW, uh, like Frank, uh, Nike, CBRE, uh, yeah, yeah. Sevilles, Rain and Horn. Yeah. So these uh, are the top tier. Top tier. How much of that, how much of these uh, market share have they taken compared to like smaller at, guys like at least half oh. and they only less than 10 of them oh <laughs> <laughs> so the small in a way will you consider Propnex big or small or medium big or consider big okay yeah we consider big big it's and just that um, pro- we are good in project marketing we have okay. a, we have a lot of people in, in project marketing okay but in commercial real estate we are still growing I see we are still growing I see I see I because see. you need a specialized knowledge to enter this sector so gotta be okay okay <laughs> we need the right candidate okay okay to work with how many have you inter- uh, in a way if you sample let's say 10 people or 20 people right and to who want to get into this space huh? usually how many would make the benchmark and how many don't <laughs> i would say probably only um 30 percent 20 30 percent can make it oh that's quite high already actually. yeah it's not bad it's not bad okay. 20 30 percent yeah 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 any questions mj uh no actually do you no um and and um yeah i mean it's been an interesting yes. interesting conversation um maybe we 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 end the podcast with this uh, um what do you think commercial or corporate real estate would look like in 10 years and why I don't even answer for that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't predict it. You can, I mean, what would be a trend in the sense that 30% of office space is not needed. Co-sharing space will mushroom. Will, 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 will that happen? Well, decentralized, yes. Very decentralized. Uh, yeah, I, I think things will go uh, decentralized. I see. So there are more and more people will work outside the city. Okay. They can they can because with the with the big with the data IoT computer clouding everything is a lot of automation ongoing so 
for sure they can work remotely for now. I see, I see. And um, Th- this is why the developer also designed the property with a office room inside the, inside the house as well. Office. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, like, like, like Gamuda, Gamuda, Ikuwa, they built, they built, uh, not study room, uh-huh. work, working manager office desk in, in your, with a, uh, with a, uh, I'm not mistaken, with a uh, data line as well. Wow. Very well thought. Oh, oh I didn't know so that. So they trend. cater, they cater for this, this segment because the growing trend. Interesting, huh? good. Huh? So quite, this is mainly, yeah, huh? quite progressive. Is it in the suburbs like Semenye? Suburb. like, uh, suburbs. 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 Huh? Suburbs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Great. I mean, hmm. wow. Um, How can people reach you? Yeah. Where where do you play on the social media space actually? You can find me from uh, LinkedIn. Okay. Just put in Danny Gun uh, okay. from Next Talk. Then you can find me. Okay. Um, are you are you active on let's say Facebook or Instagram or the, you just don't know time right you're running around no time only, only LinkedIn <laughs> we talk about business yeah <laughs> I didn't know you were gun as well because you yeah. were the yeah, yeah, yeah right yes. so it's like uh, you speak Mandarin so it's Man, yen, yen yen hey yen hey, yeah, yeah. he's also a gun so <laughs> so um, yeah I think uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed yeah. this a lot of insights yeah it, because this is a few that we really don't know about yeah actually I do have a, 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 a one, one last question Please. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm gonna, this is the juicy part right so yeah. you know guys all of you are listening now you know like what it takes to be uh, how I even describe Propnex what, what's, what, what do I call Propnex I, I don't know to ask him. But what's the correct term to say what is Propnex how do you describe Propnex as a company is it a, a is it broking a, is it a real estate agency like how would I describe it I'll put I'll be I'll define it as a it's more like a it's a very caring platform where okay. people coming in as a family. Okay. And then uh, you can talk to your your senior, you can talk to a manager, yeah. you okay. can talk to higher management, even in Singapore. Because in Singapore we are listed. I see. So ah, you you yeah. you can reach out a, a director level to have direct conversation. Oh, so okay. So it's very open culture. It's okay. open culture, autonomy, open okay. culture, caring, sharing, okay. respectful. Wow. Wow. So very proper. Okay. So prop yeah. next is listed. Great. Because that was actually my question. Right? <laughs> so prop next, because now I think we've, we've shown what it takes to be a good, uh, you know, uh, like I said, what, what few, what few you call that you guys to be in? Corporate real estate. Corporate real estate. Okay. Yeah. Corporate so real corporate real estate means uh, we help organization from a home office to a corporate HQ. I see. To plan their asset. I see. In terms of investment, divestment, leasing, I see. advisory, I see. Okay. Build, build to suit. Okay. Build to suit also. And also asset swap if you want. Oh, okay. Yeah. Experience. Yeah. Asset, asset swap? swap. You can swap asset. I see. Let's suppose you have a, for, let's say for example, you do have a, for example, you are a developer, you have a, some rentable space you want to divest, but from the point of view for as a, uh, Developer, you need a developing de- okay. development land. Mm, mm. You can seek for those people who has a who has got some some land which they 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 pass down from their their family. Yeah, they want to generate income, okay. but because of the land, you cannot generate income. Understand. So you can swap the asset with the developer. I see. So you got the asset with the income, and the developer got the land for developing. I see. So you can you can do something like this with based on what data sets. I see. I see. Interesting. So <laughs> apart from Propnex being listed, do you know of any other companies that similar. do something similar that is listed as well? Is Knight Frank all these guys listed? Uh? Langs and John. CBR is listed. Okay. CBRE, uh, right? CBRE is listed in the US. Okay. Knight uh, Frank, Sabius, not too sure about it. Okay. We'll, we'll check. Yeah. Because I know like, 
Collier's yes. Collier's yes. Collier's yes. Now we know. C O L L I E R is it? C O L L I E R S. Collier's. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it, guys. If you are interested in investing in this industry, these are some of the names you should start studying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Danny, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate and uh, you know, um we look forward if there is another chance to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. And see you. Yes. Thank you. Amazing. Thank right. you so much. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.